our loving father in heaven we thank you once again for giving us the privilege of life now lord we pray that you grant to us blessings from above the gift of your spirit grant us understanding of your word that as we go through it by your grace we shall be lifted up to heavenly places we ask father that you also help us to speak words that will bless all who will hear in jesus name i've prayed amen our high calling april 23 feeling not a safe guide the just shall live by his faith habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4 Many pass long years in darkness and doubt because they do not feel as they desire. But feeling has nothing to do with faith. That faith which works by love and purifies the soul is not a matter of impulse. It ventures out upon the promises of God, firmly believing that what He has said, He is able also to perform. Our souls may be trained to believe, taught to rely upon the word of God. That word declares that the just shall live by faith, not by feeling. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. Let us put away everything like distrust and want of faith in Jesus. Let us commence a life of simple, childlike trust, not relying upon feeling, but upon faith. Do not dishonor Jesus by doubting his precious promises. He wants us to believe in him with unwavering faith. There is a class who say, I believe, I believe and lay claim to all the promises which are given on condition of obedience. But they do not the works of Christ. God is not honored by any such faith. It is spurious. Another class are trying to keep all the commandments of God, but many of them do not come up to their exalted privilege in claiming the promises that were given for them. God's promises are for those who keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. I find that I have to fight a good fight of faith every day. I have to exercise all my faith and not rely upon feeling. I have to act as though I knew the Lord heard me and would answer me and bless me. Faith is not a happy flight of feeling. It is simply taking God at his word, believing that he will fulfill his promises because he said he would. Hope in God, trust in him, and rest in his promises whether you feel happy or not. A good emotion is no evidence that you are a child of God neither are disturbed, troubled, 
perplexing feelings and evidence that you are not a child of God. Come to the scriptures and intelligently take God at his word. Comply with the conditions and believe he will accept you as his child. Be not faithless, but believing. Amen. The title of our devotion today is Feeling Not a Safe Guide. Our key text is taken from Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4 which says, The just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith as opposed to living by feeling. We can either live by how we feel or live by faith. And we would like to distinguish between what it means to live by faith and what it means to live by feeling. As far as faith means to hear the word of God and believe it and act based on what the word of God says, we are to know what God promises and know his requirements and do them. That is what it means to believe by faith. And that's why somewhere in devotion, it talked about hearing the word of God and doing it, keeping the commandments of God. It is not living by faith when we do not fulfill the conditions of God's requirements and then expect the promised blessing. To live by faith is simple. It means that you hear what God says because in God's word, he gives instructions to us and then tells us what to do. And then it is for us to do what he asks us to do and then receive the promised blessing that is embedded in his word. Let us look at healing for example. The blind man that Jesus met in the book of John 9, he took spittle and mixed it with clay and put on the man's eye and then told him how he was going to get his healing. God, Jesus did something and then said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam. The man heard the word of God. It is now left for him to do the word of God and receive the promised blessing by believing. Now, if he did not believe that he will receive the healing, he would allow Jesus to do what he did and then go back dejected and feel like there's no need to wash. I'm not going to get the healing in the first place. But because he believed, he went not to Jordan. He didn't go to the Red Sea. He didn't go to any other pool. He went to the exact pool Jesus said he should go to, which is the pool of Siloam did what he was asked to do that is to wash and what happened he received the promised blessing that is what it means to live by faith another example of living by faith the centurion in matthew chapter 8 came to meet jesus reading from verse 5 it says and there came unto him a centurion who said to jesus my servant lieth sick of the palsy grievously stricken and jesus said i will come and heal him and the centurion said, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. Speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority. And I say to this one, go, and he goeth. And I say to another soldier, come, and he cometh. And I say to this man, do this, and he doeth it. And when Jesus heard this, he marveled greatly and said, I have not seen such great faith. No, not in Israel. End of quote. 
What was it that this centurion did that made Jesus say he had not seen such great faith? This centurion believed that Jesus needed to only speak the word and that word had power to heal his servant. The centurion believed that Jesus did not need to come to his house. He believed that the word of God was powerful enough to do what it says. And that word, if it can only, if it, Jesus can only say it, whatever is embedded in it, if there's a condition in it, then he, it is left for him to fulfill the condition. And when he fulfills it, that centurion believed that he will get the promised blessing. So what did Jesus do? Jesus told him what to do. And what he needed to do was very simple. He didn't tell him, go and take some leaves and pour on the guy's back and he will be healed and all of that. He simply told him what he was supposed to do. All he was supposed to do was to go home. That's all. And he told the man, go, and as thou hast believed, so shall it be unto you. And the man went, and his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. I think that should be in verse uh, 13 now or something. No. But the centurion did what he was told to do, which was to go. If Jesus had said to him, go and fetch some water, boil it, and give to the man, what do you think the centurion would have done? He would have done exactly that and given to his servant. And he was going to expect that since he did what the word had said he should do, he would get the healing. But he was simply told, go. And he went. But the blind man was not only told to go. He was told to go and also to wash in the pool of Siloam. What I'm trying to bring out that is that in faith, there is a condition to be fulfilled. And as far as we meet that condition, it is our privilege to expect the promised blessing regardless of how we feel. Our feeling may be negative. We may feel like God has not heard our prayers. We may feel like we may not get the blessing. But as far as you have done what you are supposed to do, it is your privilege to claim the blessing. Like we read in devotion, the blessings of God are for those who fulfill the requirement, that is, those who keep his commandments. Another class are trying to keep all the commandments of God, but many of them do not come up to their exalted privilege in claiming the promises that were given for them. God's promises are for those who keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Our high calling, page 119, paragraph 4. And the previous class says, there's a class who say, I believe, I believe, and lay claim to all the promises which are given on condition of obedience, but they do not the works of Christ. God is not honored by any such faith. It is spurious. In fact, in the book of James chapter 1, reading from verse 5, it says, If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, and he shall give that of, that giveth and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask how? In faith, not in doubting. So that means if we are saying, I believe, and be, I believe, and we do not do what we are told to do, it shows that we are actually doubting. We don't believe that we will get it. And that's why I say, don't ask it with doubt. Ask with faith. Nothing doubting. For any man that doubts is like the wind that is tossed here and there. Let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Verse 8. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So, having explained what it means to live by faith, what does it mean to live by feeling? To live by feeling means to act based on how you feel. That's it. I feel angry and I act angry. I feel sad and I act sad. I feel happy and I act happy. I feel depressed and I act depressed. 
I just act out how I feel. That's what it means to live by feeling. But the just shall live by his faith. If we are going to get the victory, if we are going to lay hold on the promises of God, if we are going to be those who will represent Christ on this earth and make it to heaven and have eternal life, we cannot live by feeling. Because if we live by feeling, we will not keep the commandments of God and do what is pleasing in His sight. I would like to read something for us in the book, Mind, Character and Personality. I will be reading from Volume 2, page 432, paragraph 2. It says, There are thoughts and feelings suggested and aroused by Satan that annoy even the best of men. But if they are not cherished, if they are repulsed as hateful, the soul is not contaminated with guilt and no other is defiled by their influence." End of quote. You can also find the reading in the Review and Herald, March 27, 1888. Wow! Satan can suggest thoughts and feelings to us. If I am to act based on the suggested thoughts, or suggested feelings. Let's leave the suggested thoughts. We've talked about that in previous devotions. But do you know that Satan can arouse you to feel in a certain way? You can feel angry. You can feel sensual. You just feel like engaging something sexual. Or you just feel depressed. Or you feel like you hate somebody. As Christians, we must learn not to study our feelings. If you keep studying how you feel so that you act out how you feel, you will not be able to do what God wants you to do. If all my feelings were in according to God's will, oh, of course, it would be very easy to keep the commandments of God. I'll have no problem following Him. But when what God says is contrary to how I feel, then what happens? I will not be able to follow God because I'm acting based on my feeling. If I feel good about so many things God says and suddenly there's one thing he says that I don't feel good about, how am I going to do that thing then? If I act based on feeling all the time, if I act based on impulse. I want to go one way and God wants me to go another way. So if I keep paying attention to how I feel about things, it will overtake what God says in his word. I have decisions to make. Where now will I allow my decisions to be molded by how I feel or molded by Jesus Christ through his word? You see, my brothers and sisters, we must learn to not study our feeling, but study the word of God and go against our feeling. I face this every day. I feel one way, but God's word says something different. If I have learned to follow impulse and feeling, of course, which I have, I will find it difficult to do the, word, the will of God. And indeed, I find it difficult sometimes. Because many times we are trained to act based on how I feel. Oh, I feel like eating this and then you eat it. I feel like doing this and then you do it. If you have not been trained from childhood to think about what is best and follow the word of God, then you have been trained to 
follow your feelings it will be difficult to keep the word of god but we can train ourselves to act based on the word of god by faith and not based on how we feel we are not to be fascinated by how we feel we are not to study how we feel and look upon them and analyze them because it will kill the desire to do what god says i repeat what i said if you keep studying your feelings analyzing how you feel about something it will kill your desire to do what god says just because you don't feel like doing something doesn't mean we are not supposed to do that thing or that god does not require us to do that thing in luke chapter 9 verse 23 we are told and he said to them all if any man will come after me let him deny himself that is deny his feelings and take up his cross daily and follow me to deny is simply to refuse to satisfy a desire to refuse to disown or disapprove how we feel we refuse it with the weapon god has given to us which is his word in 2 corinthians 10 reading from verse 3 it says for though we walk in the flesh we do not war after the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds feeling is a stronghold casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of god and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of christ and having in readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled the weapon that is being referred to here is the word of god the strongholds are our feelings our imaginations our thoughts they are opposed to the will of god you have these feelings that want to go this direction but god's word says something different your thoughts are going in one direction but god's word says different to act by faith is to take god at his word and do what he says and that's why in the devotion our high calling 119 paragraph 5 it says i find that i have to fight the good fight of faith every day i have to exercise all my faith and not rely upon feeling i have to act as though i knew the lord heard me and would answer me and bless me faith is not a happy flight of feeling it is simply taking god at his word believing that he will fulfill his promises because he said he would if i don't believe god will fulfill his promises that's where i'll find it hard to do what he says but you ought to believe if you have faith you have to believe that what he said he will do he will do and then in believing that you do what he said you should do that's the condition and then expect the promised blessing that is what it means to live by faith who is our god is it how we feel or what god says regardless of how we feel some of us feel unloved but are you unloved if we feel unloved does that deny the fact that god loves us or that he said he loves us what does calvary tell you regardless of how you feel and you expect god to come and show you he loves you you say i don't i don't feel loved i want god i want to feel it i want to i want to feel i'm loved what do you want god to do for you again he will do nothing rather than what he has already done which is to point you to the cross calvary is the is the evidence that you are loved regardless of how you feel and you feel lonely but are you lonely no you are not the feeling that you are lonely or that you are loved is only imaginary and it must be cast down 
it is your duty to cast down that feeling it is your duty to cast down that thought with the weapon of the word of god because the word of god says i will not i will, I will not leave you nor forsake you that is telling you you are not lonely cast down your imagination cast down your feelings that is telling you that you are alone or that you are you are lonely the word of god should be used to cast it down believe the word i don't feel lord for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life god is love why do you still feel unloved cast down that feeling with the word of god remember that satan can arouse these feelings satan can arouse them so don't study your feelings study the word and do what the word of god says that is how to conquer these feelings and live by faith so whatever feeling you have whether it is feelings of loneliness somebody feels ugly and bad about his body or her body and then it leads you to all kinds of fashion another person feels discouraged about something Maybe you are pursuing something and you're not getting it. And then you get a shadow in your life. And you give up and get disappointed and become unhappy. Another person feels envious of another person. Another one feels irritated and angry. Another feels pride. All these are feelings that makes you act in a certain way. Because when you feel proud, you act authoritative. You treat others as nothing. You become... uh, haughty you carry yourself in a way that shows that you you are superior to others or as though you are superior to others you see that our feelings come with their own actions you feel lonely and then it makes you to go and watch porn you feel unloved this can also lead you to watch porn you feel sensual it also leads you to the same thing or leads you to get a boyfriend or leads you to feel like you must uh, do something to maybe have sex or something or it makes you go and play video games or watch a movie because you feel lonely or you feel bored many people say that i feel bored i feel bored and then go and do something sinful just because of how they feel you need to use the word of god to live by faith and cast down your feelings that's why we have to fight the fight of faith i read that place again a high calling page 119 paragraph 5 i find that i have to fight the good fight of faith every day I have to exercise all my faith and not rely upon feeling. I have to act as though I knew the Lord heard me and would answer me and bless me. End of quote. If we cannot act this way, if we cannot act this way, because our feelings may not want us to act that way, we have to act that way by faith. Believing that what God said he would do, he will do. Then act it out. Since you have fulfilled the condition, rejoice. Knowing that God has said he would bless you, even though you have not felt the promised blessing, it is for you to rejoice not in the feeling but in the knowledge of what God has said he would do for you since you have fulfilled the conditions. My brothers and sisters, feeling is not safe. A happy flight of feeling doesn't mean that you are a child of God. Just because you feel that you are saved doesn't mean you are saved. Just because you feel that God has accepted you doesn't mean you are accepted. Just because you don't feel guilty doesn't mean you are not guilty. And just because you feel guilty doesn't mean you are guilty. 
You see why we shouldn't function by feeling? It is not a safe guide. It doesn't tell us the truth. It is only the word of God and living by the word is the truth. That's what tells us the truth and we are safe in living according to that. So someone is breaking God's commandments but deceiving himself that it doesn't matter. The law of God has been done away with when Jesus said in Matthew 5 verse 17 downward that till heaven and earth pass away, not one jot or tittle of the law will pass away. But someone is there breaking it and feeling alright, feeling good about himself. Does that mean he's accepted of God? He's just feeling that way. He's not accepted. And another is doing the right thing. But because he's surrounded by people who are doing wrong, and they make him feel like he's a fanatic or an extremist, and then he starts to feel as though God does not accept him, whereas he's doing what the Word of God says, but he doesn't feel like he's accepted of God, and then he believes he's not accepted. He's not living by faith also. How we feel has nothing to do with what God has said and what is the truth. We need to live by faith and not allow feelings to sway us here and there. Today we are happy. Happy for what? You don't even. You are not sure that that your happiness is indeed credible. It, it's is 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 a sure uh, test to show that you are really accepted. You are not sure of that. So don't study your feelings. Study the word and ask yourself: Have I done what God asked me to do? Having done that. Then let the source of your feeling come out from the answer to that question. If you have, then feel good. Jesus said rejoice. Even if people persecute you, rejoice. Knowing that you are in good company, that's how they persecuted the prophets. If you are persecuted for righteousness sake, rejoice. You are not to feel sad just because of how people are treating you. And Jesus said, Woe unto you when men speak well of you, for so did they of the false prophets. So if you are feeling good because people are speaking well of you, check yourself with the word of God instead and not with how people are speaking of you that makes you feel good about yourself. Feeling is not a safe guide. Whether feelings of guilt, feelings of joy and happiness, that's not what you should study. Study the word. Fulfill its conditions. And that is faith. Then rejoice in the promised blessing. Faith is ours to exercise. Joyful feelings God's to give. I pray that God will help us so that we come out of this roller coaster experience of feeling, feeling, feeling and acting based on what we feel. Let us not act based on what we feel but act by faith. The just shall live by his faith. Habakkuk 2 verse 4 May the Lord bless us with such an experience is my prayer. Amen. Let us pray. Our loving Father in heaven, thank you for these words that you have spoken to us this morning. We thank you, Lord, for helping us to understand that even our feelings doesn't really say the truth about us or it doesn't mean that that's what we are. Help us, Lord, to learn what it means to live by faith and not by feelings and impulse. Help us, Lord. Many of us have learned to live by our feelings and impulse and we study it and function by it. Lord, please, we need deliverance. We need to be saved from these actions. Please send forth your word, send forth power to us and give us the grace to live by faith. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayers and thank you for answering. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. <music>